Back off, haters. We just had some salad and then we had a few brownies. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week we talk about things like cryptozoology. How everyone's going to say our salads were photoshopped. (laughs) Urban legends. They weren't. We made them. True crime. I had... Uh, vinaigrette, and Lindsay had ranch dressing. Anything spooky related. Mm-hmm. Th- yep, that's right. Each week since we decided to have salads for dinner, because we don't feel like listening to the rules anymore, Lindsay and I will both research a topic separately. Lindsay will go to get lettuce at the grocery store, and I'll go to the opposite end to buy peanut M&Ms. And while we're doing that, we research a very spooky topic, or multiple topics, and then we reconvene inside of our house and discuss what we've researched with each and every one of you and each other. And this week, I'm going to dedicate my portion of the show to all the haters out there that won't even think we had salads for dinner. Okay, I will (laughs) dedicate my portion of the show to all the people that like having salads for dinner. Is that kind of what you dedicated yours to? Nope. Mine was for the haters. Who yours thought, for the haters. Who would not never believe we had those. Okay. Well, I'm just for the people that like salad. Okay. Great. So you're <laughs> We're dedi- off to a good start. You're dedicating your portion of the show to at least us. Yeah. I know that my mom loves a salad. So Linda. Your, your mom likes salads. Nah, she's, you know. Okay, so maybe this one's not for Patty. It's like if there's a salad or a burger sitting around, it's like she's going to pick the burger. Yeah. And still weigh 100 pounds. Let's play a new game. Whose mom is more Midwest? Okay, so I don't know if it's more Midwest to like a burger or like a salad. I feel like it's more Midwest to like a burger. Probably. I feel like they're both maybe neck and neck in terms of like crafts a little bit. Yeah, I maybe. Okay, what else? Who likes casseroles more? They both like casseroles. <laughs> well, my mom doesn't cook very often, so your mom is casserole queen. Okay. Um, what else? What else is Midwesty? Who has the more My mom has the more nasally accent, I think. Yeah, they both like to redo the house multiple times within a year. Yeah? Like, you can never have too many different paint colors. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's a tie for now. Yeah. Well, hey, speaking of a tie that exists on the waist of a pair of very cool shorts, this episode is brought to you by our friends at Native Language Clothing. You can go to nativelanguageclothing.com or check out their Instagram, Native Language Co., and find their website, find some very drippy shorts, maybe a hoodie or two, And then on checkout, or upon checking out, you can enter the promo code SPOOKYSPOUSES, all lowercase, all one word, and get 30% off of your entire order. That's crazy time. They just released those uh, tie-dye drippies, too. There's, I feel like there's been a lot of different tie-dye drippies. Right now, there's like an orange tie-dye drippy. Apparently, tie-dye is like the thing of quarantine. Yeah, a lot of people are doing tie-dye. Yeah. Why? I don't think it's cool. Tie-dye always comes back. It is cool, huh? Yeah. So, Linz and everyone else... We have a listener. 
oh, there's a little bird outside of our window. <laughs> kind of look. Is that the same bird earlier that was making those horrible noises? Yeah, he lives in our roof, I believe, and he is now just watching us through the window, just listening to our show. And he was making a noise that sounded like an impact driver, like a like a really really tiny power drill that just was stripping a screwdriver. Wow, wow. Yeah, it was. It wasn't pleasant. No, it wasn't. No. But hey, this is our 120th episode. Holy moly. Yeah. That's now, a lot of episodes. We usually don't swear on this show, but <laughs> holy crap. Do you want to let one loose? Um, Holy brown. Okay, gross. Yeah. Uh, so I was looking up a little bit of what 120 means, the significance of 120. Okay. So if, you, if, if you're looking at 120 as an angel number, whenever angel number 120 shows up, it serves as a message from the angels, I mean, hence angel number, that it's time to take the initiative in, in a creative undertaking or project of some, time, of, of some type. That's what we're doing now. So it wants us to add another project to our project? Maybe it wants us to add some more creativity to this episode in general. Oh, man. Can our brains <laughs> handle that? <laughs> uh no i don't even think our brains can really even handle doing the show in general more creative yeah <laughs> yeah not really <laughs> this is where it tops out for me what a, it goes on if you've been waiting for the inspiration to bring a creative idea or project to fruition which i don't like the word fruition uh, i don't angel, know what that word means it's something about like fruit and then it's also like it's like an assembly of fruit <laughs> so it's like a fruit parade. It's kind of like a, yeah, like, um, oh, here comes the apples with their float. Oh, my gosh, they brought star fruit to this parade. How cool. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, something about the number 120 serves as a communication from the guardian angels and, I've never heard of this, uh, and ascended masters that now is the time to begin. Hmm. Similar to number 134, 120 may also come as a sign that it's time to enter into creative collaboration with someone if you want to bring your creative ideas into being. That's what you and I are already doing right now. Yeah. Does it say anything about a bird watching us? Because our friend's back. It doesn't. It says more. Yeah. The other one, it says something about creativity again. There's 120 in other fields. Uh, in China, it's the medical telephone number. So one okay. one two zero in Austria, it's the telephone number to literally just report a car broken down on the highway. Man, you gotta remember a lot of stuff for one twenty. Like if you're in different areas, like you don't want to accidentally like your car broke down and then you call a one twenty and then they think you're a medical emergency. Oh, because you've yeah. it means something in different countries. I wonder what nine one one means in other countries because here it's the uh oh number. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. And then there's, yeah, there's a lot of other stuff that's just not very exciting or cool. But it's 120. I guess I feel creative today. Do you? Or right now? I'm kind of tired today. I'm like really trying to fight the sleepies. I think maybe it was the brownie or... Or the salad. The salad or the rain. <laughs> or just waking up today. It might have just been that. It might have been waking sleepy. up. Yeah. Maybe it's this bird outside draining my energy. It really has not gone away. No, it's, it's like about... I would say three feet away from us, looking at us in the window. It's really just close. watching us. I'm going to... He's making me nervous. He's making me nervous, too. I'm going to take a little video of this bird. Okay, so I just want to see or show everyone that... Okay, I'm recording now. I'll put this on Instagram, maybe. And then there's the bird. It's he very just, close. Yeah, he... I don't know. Now well, it's hopping around. It's doing little hops. I think I'm first this week. 
Do you want me to get into the topic? I kind of want to hear what the bird has to say. <laughs> <laughs> Should I ask the bird? Oh, it left. Okay. It did not want to be a part of it. It didn't want to be part. It got too scared of my topic and mm -hmm. knew it. Mm -hmm. It saw it on my phone. It can read human English? It can read human English, especially spooky topics. Okay, cool. Okay, so for my topic this week, I um just looked up some houses for sale on Zillow. Oh, cool. I love that. You know, it's really fun <laughs> to look at the bathrooms they have and like all the stuff. Well, these are all haunted houses for sale. On Zillow? And they are actually on Zillow. You can buy these houses. They are listed as haunted. Oh, that's a cool little filter you can add. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> Three bathrooms, two bedrooms, Twelve. probably an old lady ghost, maybe a ghost dog. One bed, one bath, 12 ghosts. The toilet flushes backwards, meaning it just shoots things out of the toilet. Screened in porch. Cupboards open and closed by themselves. Demonic activity. <laughs> floating legs. My wallet's always missing. Um, so the first one is in Anne Scarlet Mansion, and it is in Port Townsend, Washington. Okay, Washington. Oh, duh, Washington State. What a big hey! What a big dumb idiot I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful house. It's seven fifty seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Okay. And it's like a mansion. It's a pretty big, it's a Queen Anne style mansion. Um, it was built in 1889 by George Starrett. And it's for sale. You can buy it. It's an eight-sided dome. It has an eight-sided dome tower. Oh, that's um, cool. A solar calendar, which oh. is at the big stone things in the back where like the daylight tells you. It, I feel like that's probably what that... I, I'm not going to look it up, but I feel like that's probably it. Yeah. I mean, the house is beautiful. It's really cool. I'll show you a picture real quick. So I was going to ask... I, I just saw the house. Mm -hmm. This just in, just saw the house. And I was going to ask if having a ghost haunt your house or multiple ghosts lowers the value or increases the value and judging by that house yeah i'd say it lowers the value yeah because 750 for in washington yeah like it's a big house um but there's a female ghost with red hair and a also a male spirit that believed to be residing in this home um they said they are harmless but they are there okay i wouldn't honestly I would not mind if we had some ghosts living in our house that were harmless, that were just there. Well, especially for the size of that house. I mean, it's humongous. It's a big house. Like sometimes you just got to deal with ghosts. Okay. If you were trying to sell that house to some potential buyers, what would be some like, I don't know anything about realty, but what would be like some cool like catchphrases you'd use to maybe sell that house if it was haunted or just like a haunted house in general? Well, do the buyers know that it's haunted or am I trying to hide the fact that it is haunted? I think they know it's haunted. Oh, then I would just use like really silly puns like and check out this really uh, ghostly bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm really good know. at selling, you know? Yeah. I also don't know if that was a like a cool pun, but it was, yeah. very, it was very good. <laughs> this spooktacular house is only <laughs> 750000 Doesn't that make you want to... Murder your family with an axe? No. Oh, oops. <laughs> the next house I have. Well, what would you say? Doesn't that make you want to murder your family no. with an axe? No. no, I would say, um, well, yeah, it's only seven hundred fifty dollars, and it's. I mean, you know, you you can see it's humongous. Uh, let's go upstairs to the master bathroom. 
What is bathroom? Bathroom, but it's boo-athroom. Oh. Boo-athroom. Or I would... boudoir. Oh, that's way... See, that's way better. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> so we would need to workshop a lot of these, I this think. This price will kill you. This price will literally chop your head off with an axe. The next house I have is the Hampton Lilybridge house. It's a cute little house. It's $2.4 million. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it's in Savannah, Georgia. That's probably why. Oh, it's a big okay. house. It's not huge. It's kind of like connected to a bunch of other buildings. It's not as hauntedly charming as the other one. No, but it is like I feel like you get... Where what you lack in aesthetic haunted charm with that house, you make up for in haunted charm in Savannah. Yeah. I mean, you get the whole, you get a haunted house in a haunted area. You get Spanish moss. Yeah. So it is on Julian Street. Uh, workers reported odd noises and people report a tall man dressed in black glaring through the bedroom window. Um, okay. There's also stories of ghostly visions and... <laughs> ghostly visions. Yeah. That's the name of our new it's TV very vague. show. I yeah. mean, I think this the real estate agent is like actually trying to sell this house. And she's like, God, I have to put the haunted stuff in there. Like, I really just want to buy this. I just want to sell this. They really want me to write ghostly visions? <laughs> the Allen Mansion. Um, this one is in Delavane, Wisconsin, I think. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's in Wisconsin. It's 1.2 million. It's really cool. Um, again, it's 1885. This is a restored mansion that was built for a wealthy farming family. The family died in this house, so you have a whole dead family that lives here. Now we're talking. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was a bed and breakfast in 2007, but it closed its doors, and it's been on the market ever since. Okay. So it's, I'll show you a picture. It's been, Now that looks like a haunted house. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It has like these big tower balcony thingies and yeah, it's pretty sweet. Like just close your eyes and think of, okay, what's a haunted house look like that maybe I'd still live in? It looks like that house. But like maybe it's like, okay, envision that you, a uh, haunted house that you're like, oh yeah, that's definitely a haunted house. But like renovate <laughs> it and make it look cuter okay so close your eyes and i want you to visualize that you're wearing like a really good pair of jeans that fit great and you're wearing a really you're you're wearing a t-shirt maybe the color wasn't necessarily a color you'd buy but you took a risk and you're feeling good and you visualize a house that you're like it's haunted but it's probably cute but also it has a little bit of charm and it has a whole dead family in it and there's a whole dead family right inside of that place <laughs> that's the type of house I mean, I guess that has to win it for the best writing. Like, the whole family died in here. You want a haunted house? Here you go. Yeah. yeah. Like, there uh, you are. Uh, comes with roommates, but that are, like, there sometimes, but aren't. And they then don't there's, pay for anything. They don't. And they might <laughs> crawl inside your body when you're asleep and make you move like a puppet. Yeah. Like a, you know, ghost do that. Um, there's a McRaven tour home. It's in Vicksburg's uh, Mississippi. I really thought you were going to say McRib. It's a McRib house. It <laughs> was during the Civil War era, and it is considered one of the most haunted homes in uh, Mississippi. It has at least five inhabitants that died near the home. So nobody died in the home. Okay. They died outside the house. No. Okay, so I know we've been looking for a haunted house, but we really want a house that's actually haunted. Is this the one? Well, no, but a lot of people died outside of it. 
<laughs> not necessarily in the house. But this one's five seventy five. So this one's cheaper yeah. than the other ones. It's cute. It's like a two story. What you would imagine as a southern like colonial looking home. You know, that's a really. You know, that's my favorite one I've seen yet. Really? It's very Just simple. Pretty, but it's I like wish... surrounded by wood. So. But I wish people would have died in it. No, they died around it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is a big one for sale, which I didn't realize was for sale for six point eight million dollars. Whoa. Um, but it has since gone up to fourteen point five million dollars. That is a substantial jump. Yeah, so it originally was posted for sale for that, and I think in the past year or so it's jumped even higher, which I'm not a real estate agent, but if you're not selling something, you don't make it a higher price. Maybe maybe whatever house this is, they're they're trying to like, well, if you make things expensive, then you kind of you already get a certain clientele that are looking for like maybe the really nice stuff. Well, I think this is going to go to a very very wealthy person and I th- I'm surprised it hasn't gone already because it's in New York, New York, and it is the Dakota. And the Dakota was the Manhattan building where John Lennon was murdered. Oh. So that big old huge building. But I've seen that building in real life. Yeah, I've seen it too. It's by Central Park. It overlooks Central Park. Yeah. That whole building is for sale for $14.5 million. That's that's not a lot of money for New York City. No, it really isn't for a whole building. That's why when I first saw the six point eight million, I was really shocked. Yeah. But yeah, now I know why it's fourteen point five. But yes, John Lennon was murdered there, of course. But before that, John Lennon said and had written down many stories of paranormal activity that had happened in that place. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he himself witnessed a crying lady that would walk through the halls. Hmm, I don't know if I like that. Yeah, that's a little, I mean, you got Lennon in there, but then you have Crying Lady, which kind of puts a damper on things. You know, I think it would be like, I'm all about harmless ghosts living in the house as well. That's fine. But the minute they start walking around and wailing and crying, then it's like, okay, maybe you got to go. Yeah, well, the weird thing, though, is after the music legend's death, they have reported seeing two children wearing almost hippie garb and it was a boy and a girl so people are saying which i think is stupid they're saying it's yoko and john lennon but yoko ono is very much alive yeah she is alive so i think they're just seeing (laughs) other ghost children like you can't just make somebody dead because like if i die you can't be dead with me yeah it's not how life works well in the notebook it is I guess. They hold so. hands and they pass away together. But yeah, you can buy that building right now. It's for sale on Zillow. I, um, wonder, I wonder if Yoko Ono has heard that people say that, oh, hey, we saw your ghost. And she's like, well, I don't know if you have. But you know who, if, if that gets annoying to her, she could confide in Willie Nelson because people have said he's dead like five times. Yeah, that's true. And he's like, please stop saying I'm dead. There I'm, is a I'm, lot of celebrity <laughs> deaths that like... Okay, I'm not dead. Yeah, I'm right here. Because when he does pass, I mean, he's getting up there. It's like, no one's going to believe you. You cried wolf. Yeah, other people cried wolf. And I'm sure Willie Nelson doesn't like everyone saying, oh, I think Willie Nelson died. Okay, so the last one I have is actually very attainable. It's a really big place and it's $176,000. That's not bad. Yeah, it's a big house. It's in Pottstown, PA. Pottstown. 
Ghost hunters um, went to this house and said it's one of the haunted homes, potentially most haunted homes in PA that they've ever seen. Whoa. Um, it was built in 1870. It's a Victorian house. I'll show you a quick little pic. I mean, it's a pretty big house for... 176,000. So two things, very pretty house. It's yeah. very big. It's very inexpensive. That's way more than two. But three, all these haunted homes were built in the late 1800s. Yeah, there are some pretty old homes. Well, this real estate agent basically just said that some people say it's haunted. Some just say that it's old. He basically just says, come see for yourself. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, like, maybe we can go have a free investigation in there because, like, we'll just pretend like we're going to buy that home, but we're really not. Yeah. And we'll create fake names and, like, get fake IDs and stuff just to go do it. But if you look on Zillow or any real estate thing, there are so many haunted homes for sale. It's ridiculous. Would that be. Okay. So it's however many years down the road. You and I are looking to buy a house somewhere. Maybe yeah. this one in PA. If you read that it was haunted, would it be a deterrent? Would you care or would you be more interested? Yes, maybe or no way. Well, can I give it a kind of reasoning? Mm -hmm. Like I'd be interested. So if you saw it was haunted, you would not immediately go, nah. No, because if the price was good, like if I saw that huge home for 176, I'd be like, is it updated? Like, <laughs> yeah. and how bad are the ghosts? Because, like, if they're demonic, then that, yeah, maybe not. But if, like, the cupboards are going to open once in a while or, like, the floor is going to creak or yell. Or the floor will yell? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> if you have a yelly floor, I can deal with that. But, yeah, if, like, my arm might go missing, I'm not going to deal with that. Okay, I think you and I have just stumbled upon a cool new show for whatever all those home shows are on. Mm -hmm. What are they on, like... Like HGTV and That's stuff. That's what it is. Yeah. Horrifying ghost television. Yeah. HGTV. <laughs> um, or horrendous ghost. Yeah. Uh, a new show on there. It's called, hmm, what's it called? Uh, sleep It or Sweep It. And okay. what Sleep It or Sweep It is, <laughs> is you have people, you have new home buyers looking for homes and they want a house but it's haunted and they want to see how haunted it is by themselves they go there with a realtor probably someone that some someone hired that's not actually a realtor they yeah. go they they go to the place and they go okay i'm locking the doors sleep it or sweep it yeah and you stay there overnight and do your own investigation in the house and hoping hoping to actually buy the house and then it's either you get scared out of the house and you don't buy it which is sweep it or you are a little bit nervous, you find some activity, and then you're like, I think this is haunted enough for us. And then you sleep it, meaning you sleep there for the rest of your life. <laughs> okay. Do you think that's a good so idea like for a it's three different show? houses, like how they go look at three different houses and they decide and they're like, well, the first one had a lot of charm, not enough ghost juice. The mm -hmm. second one, a lot of ghost juice, little too much demo grabby. Okay. Um, and the third one, like good ghost juice, great windows. We love it. We love it. We're going to sleep that one. We're going to sleep on three. We're sweeping one and two. <laughs> Do you think that's I, a good I, idea? I don't know. I mean, you can you can try to pitch it to them. So horrendous ghost tv if you're listening right now Lindsay and i would like to pitch our show to you well we we just did called sleep it or sweep it we will we will change the name if you wanna probably for that's probably for the best 
And uh, we'd like to be the first ones on the show. But spoiler, we will not be buying a house. But we'd like to at least just try it out. And be on the show. What You know what I just thought of is like, okay, so these real estate agents have to go into these houses and like stage them and stuff. Yeah. Like I think they should have their reality <laughs> show of real estate agents going into haunted houses and like having to deal with like what's happening like it kind of reminds me of we've been watching a lot of what we do in the shadows we have and there's a character guillermo that is a human that has to deal with all the vampires and it kind of reminds me of like that setup but they're real estate agents and they have to deal with the spirits in these houses to get them staged i like that and then they have to like too. lecture them and be like no yelling or screaming or possessions when i bring this family through otherwise especially, we're never getting people in here especially you floor no yelling <laughs> no yelling floor okay i won't reality show that's a good reality show yeah, we what can. would what would that one be called? Um, Do not say sleep it or sweep it because that's my idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think of something with real estate, like uh, realtor or dead. Re- great, <laughs> realtor or dead. I, all of our names are so dumb. It's always like this or that. Our whole show is dumb. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all I have. That's my topic for this week. Thanks, Lindsay. Hold on, I'm going to wait. I want everyone else to yell at their phone or uh, in their headphones. Thanks, Lindsay. Oh, thanks, everyone. Yeah. Aw, thanks, nice? guys. It's great. I <laughs> thought it was the floor at first, but I, I it was just you. <laughs> okay, well, let's take a break and go spend the night really quick in a haunted house, and we'll come back, and we'll edit that whole part out. Yeah. And then we'll go to the haunted housekeeping zone, and then we'll come back, and that's it. Okay. Okay, cool. Thanks for telling me how the show goes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that was mostly for me because I had to talk it out because we didn't do the show last week and I sometimes I do forget what we do. That's okay. Okay. Well, we'll see everyone in the Haunted Housekeeping Zone in three, two, one. Hey, everybody. It's Jordan. Um, I just wanted to... Uh, we're taking a small bathroom break, but I just wanted to let everyone know that the bird that was in our show making uh, an appearance at the beginning, it was it kept coming back throughout the show. And that's all I wanted to say, just in case you were like, hey, what happened to the bird? The bird came back a few times, uh, basically right where it was, and then it left. So, okay, that's all I got. That's all I got. Welcome to the Haunted Housekeeping Zone, and guess what? We have a few things to tell you about, and they're secrets. Hee hee hee. And it's not how to clean your haunted bathroom. It's not. No, these are secrets. Again, these are. this is secret information. If you've made it this far, now you get a whole bunch of secrets. If you would like to find out more about our show, maybe check out some cool new merchandise that Lindsay designed, you can go over to SpookySpousesCast.com, do some scrolling, some looking around, and at the bottom of the page will be some merchandise, which is there for you. Or click the Scavengers Network logo, and it'll take you to all the other great shows on our network. You can get a long sleeve shirt, a short sleeve shirt, a blanket for yourself or your dog, and a coffee mug. And you can put whatever liquid you want inside of it. Or if you have a spooky question that you just like cannot survive if you don't ask us, you can call our spooky hotline. You can also text our spooky hotline. We just found this out because we are old and irrelevant. The phone number is 803-816-2667 or the scarier number 803 803- 
816 booze, which is what ghosts say. It's very scary. Say you have a question about you have a bunch of rats that you think are actually piloting your skin suit. Maybe you have too many trees in your yard like we do and they're scaring your dog. Or they're just scaring you. And maybe one of those trees you're almost convinced you've thought you've heard say, Hey, come here really quick. Maybe the soap in the shower has started communicating with you. Telepathically? (laughs) If so, you can call or text us and let us know about it. 803-816-2667. We would love to hear from you. We would. We'll give you mediocre advice and hopefully make it better. Yeah, hopefully. Also, if you like hearing us talk, which, you know, is not for everyone, you can (laughs) rate and review our show. You can tell a friend. You can tell an enemy. We love it. We do love it. And it means a lot to us. And we do this for free all the time. We sit in our house and just blabble and blabble. And it would mean a lot to us knowing that it means a lot to you. You can go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Stonker, Crinkry, Blips, Blips Pod. You can go to the grocery store and just tell people how much you love us. And then, you know, that counts as a review, right? Yes, that absolutely counts as a review. But you have to record yourself talking to a stranger and telling them about our show. Or it doesn't count? It does not count. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's okay. And as always, we want to thank everybody for listening and sticking with us. We're lucky to have all of you as our pod buds, as our rat boat buddies, or our spooky pals. Stay spooky. I think the spooky house cleaning is clear. Ours is? Yeah. We're done? We're done. Okay, here's an ad for a podcast that we like. Enjoy. Welcome to Shelly Has Opinions. The podcast where the Chatfield sisters try and get their very shy sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of silly topics. We weigh the pros and cons and laugh along the way. And Shelly likes it. Right, Shelly? I just do my best to try and have an opinion on anything, but it's very hard. Look for new episodes every Tuesday on ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y hasopinions.com. Join the Shelly gang. Goodbye. Goodbye. See ya. Welcome back, spooky buddies. Jordan, maybe welcome everybody back. Okay. So he could laugh at me when I did it. No, I wasn't. I was just excited what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm kind of like a little puppet for you. What? Why do you say that? Because you're like, don't you want to do it? And then you get a big smile on your face because you know it's going to be silly. And then you laugh. It's like. Yes, it's because you bring me joy and very few people can make me laugh instantaneously without doing anything. But you are you are like the (laughs) only person who can do it. Okay. So that was just very nice for me. That was a little present for me. Well, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. I did not make Lindsay say that one. (laughs) (laughs) I did that on my own free will. Here's something else I didn't make Lindsay say. Go ahead, Lindsay, say it. Big will. (laughs) Okay. See, that was a joke. (laughs) It was a trick because I kind of did make Lindsay say it. You did? Because I said, here's something I didn't make you say, and then I told you to say it. Oh, you tricked me. It was a trick I played. You're like a little tricky goblin. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a good good goblin laugh? Yeah, it wasn't bad. (laughs) Yeah. I like the gesture that's happening more than what the noise is coming out. You're like scrunching your hand and like crunching your shoulders up and like getting really into it. Looks like you fell for my trick, <laughs> Earth woman. <laughs> is that good? 
Yeah. I like your long hair, Earth Woman. Okay, this, you is want me getting, to... this is getting weird. <laughs> okay, you want me to get going here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can just get going. Just okay. take on off. You want me to head out of here? <laughs> okay. Well, Lynn, we have some stuff going on in South Dakota. Okay. Now, I'm not sure if you could tell by the way I changed the word up, but I meant South Dakota. Oh. Okay, yeah. I didn't know. I was. I thought maybe it was a different planet. No, not... A, yeah, it's not South Dakota of the Nebulax 4. Um, galaxy. <laughs> okay. I can't take you serious right now either because you have a mustache. Yeah, I sure do. Your I'll summer stash. Put my phone under it and illuminate it like a haunted, like a like one of the haunted pictures. <laughs> cool. So what's going on in South Carolina? First of all, we ha- we have <laughs> South to, Dakota. First of all, we have to talk about what's going on on my face, and okay. here's what's going on. If anyone else wants to do this, play along. Go ahead. No, I'm- don't play along with your silly little game. You always try to get everybody to do your summer stash or your Santa stash or your reindeer <laughs> reindeer handlebar mustache. Okay. Like- <laughs> first of all, it was jingle stash, and second of all, this is the summer of stash. It's not though. It is now. Most people don't want a mustache in the summer. It is now. It's the summer of stash. And all I want to say is I you know, no one needs an invitation to grow a mustache, nor do they need a reason. But hey, if you want a formal invite or like not not a formal, like a chill invite to grow a mustache, uh go ahead and you can join my journey and I'm just doing it for the summer because nothing matters anymore. So I'm growing a little mustache this summer and it's the summer of stash. <laughs> Okay, and that's, okay, and that's it. And Linz, by, uh, stay tuned for next week's episode because Linz is going to have something she's doing for the summer and everyone can also do that. It's not a mustache. It's not. Stay well, not tuned. intentionally. Okay, so it might be an I might have stash. one. I don't know. Okay. I might have an oopsie stash. <laughs> oopsie. Okay. Uh, Here's what's going on in South Dakota. Okay. And uh, I'm not going to spoil the surprise. Okay, I got this from, there's a subreddit called, not Humanoid Sightings, but one specifically designed or specifically uh, for um, Nightcrawler or v- different varieties of crawler sightings. Okay. So I thought that there were just the Nightcrawlers or yeah, wasn't it like the Fresno Nightcrawlers or whatever? Yeah. And I think that we've, or Skinwalkers as well, but I think that Skinwalkers and Crawlers are s- kind of in a similar universe. And I've been reading a bunch of Reddit posts about saw another skinwalker, saw another night crawler, and everyone's saying, oh, that sounds like this type of crawler. So there's many, many, many different types of crawlers. Yeah. Pale crawler is one. Night crawler is one. Uh, there are other ones that I'm forgetting, but I'm going to keep <laughs> moving my fingers like I'm counting them for you. Well, you think that the night crawler would just be pale because they crawl around at night. Yeah, you'd think so. So maybe they're in like the same species. It might just be. Just of crawlers. It might be. Yeah, okay. it might be. But I found out about this story and about this subreddit, the um, Nightcrawler subreddit or the crawler sighting subreddit because some people put in humanoid encounters. Uh, My brothers and their friend claimed they saw multiple of these creatures in a field next to our house. I drew out their description and they say it's close, but the face was a little more surprised looking. So this is, and I'll show you the photo, and you'll know exactly what drew me to this 
post. So there's the photo and the drawings. Oh, good. Yeah, they're awesome, right? It's awesome. Yeah. Let me zoom in on this one right here. There's multiple of them too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. That's the one I really. Does it say bizzer on top? No, it says uh, bigger. So <laughs> it was like that one, only bigger. Oh, okay. So I was it had looking, no eye. It just had holes for eyes. There's also this one down here at the bottom, which might be probably. I'm guessing, knowing what you like, this might this guy might be your favorite. Yeah, he is. He's like an <laughs> egg with a sideways face and really sharp, pointy teeth. Yeah, he's more my style. So I saw. Oh, but they wrote on the top Torovoros. What is that? I don't know. Might be some ancient cryptic language on their drawing. But this is uh, essentially drawings of what looks like a bunch of skinny nude men with giant heads drawn by an eight-year-old. Uh, and there's just one there's this one floating hand in the drawing, too. I'll post this as well. Yeah, well, I didn't understand. Well, there is a body above that with no feet. No feet and its arms outstretched, uh, like as listening to With Arms Wide Open by Creed. Yeah. Um, and so I, I saw this one and I was really excited about it. And there's like so many comments on it. And then I looked and someone said, oh, that actually looks like a pale crawler. I've run into them a lot over the last 30 years. Had them slaughter a bunch of chickens and even a goat back in the 90s. Mm. And then that person, Juggernaut980, put a link to crawler sightings, a subreddit specifically designed for these types of weird, skinny, nude men. Okay. Okay. So... Here's the story in crawler sightings. My and I'm not saying the Reddit user's name because it's not good. My <laughs> Well, because these where are these people coming from? I don't know. They just like to have it's the internet, so people like to have mean names, you know? Yeah. But the story's great. Okay. My dog typically sleeps right around my arm. His head rests on my shoulder, so he's facing the window. When I sleep, the back of my head faces the window. And I almost read faces as feces. And I'm oh, sorry. No. Okay. Anyway, it was just neat. I like how people, when, when they're writing a story, write anyway. Like they're actually talking to you. Like, <laughs> eh, anyway, I'll get on with it. Here, I'm writing a story, but let me tell you a little bit more about my story. Anyway, I'll get back to the story, even though the whole thing's been the story. That's Okay, <laughs> so I'll pick up where it says anyway. It was just nearing 5.30 a.m. The dog wakes me up with extremely aggressive growling at the window. This growling I've only heard when he fights with other dogs. I was roused and I tried to coo him back to sleep. I also just want to know, put the dog's name in here. I know it's a dog, but we... Why do you need to know the dog's name? I know for me, it would, it would, it would attach me to the story more if I knew the dog's name. And you could tell what kind of person they are. Because it's yes. like, were you creative with the name? Is it a funny name? Is yeah. it a serious name? Is it a very smart person name? Is your dog named Ruff? Ruff's, Ruff's pal? Or is your dog named <laughs> Jason? If we could learn a lot from a person. Um, Did you name your dog Barky box because it <laughs> sleeps a lot. Did you name your dog after one of your what's your cow's name or your pig's name in Stardew Valley? Uh, the pig is Wungus. <laughs> <laughs> what's your cow's name? Grimmy? Uh, no. No, Grimma is my sheep. Okay. My have, cow. I can't remember two, my. You have two goats. Grunkus. Grunkus. Or Gronkus is Gronkus. the cow. You have and two then goats, though. Cute. Cute is a goat. That's a goat. What's the other goat? Grimma. Grimma. Yeah. That's right. Okay. And then um, Bickard <laughs> is my dog. <laughs> yeah. 
Which is a combination of... Or my of, rabbit. Which is a combination of Bill, <laughs> Rick, and Richard. Hey, it's me, Bickard. <laughs> and then what's your uh, what's your duck's name? I forget my duck's name. Stongo or something like that? <laughs> oh, it's like Schnemmy. Oh, it's Snemmy. Yeah. Yeah, Snemmy. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad we talked about I'm that. I'm glad that no one cares. Yeah. No, you know what? <laughs> three people care. <laughs> me, okay. you, and Molly? Me, yep. The, us three. Okay. So the person tried to coo their dog back to sleep. Wish we knew the dog's name. Within a couple seconds, the growling turned into howls and barks. Now we're getting serious. Okay. I looked outside the window and my heart rate shot through the roof. The property line from my house to my neighbor's is 60 to 70 yards. I competed at state for track for the 100 open, 400, and two relays, so I can confirm this creature's speed was shocking. I mean, I take your word for it. Like, you really have to prove to me that you know distances? No, I was all state and track, and believe me, when I was in high school, and I just believe me again, uh, not going to tell you my dog's name, I know a fast <laughs> runner when I see one. Yeah, now, okay, now, like... At first, I was like, okay, we don't need to know the dog's name. But the fact that you had to tell us that and you still haven't told us our dog's name. Yeah. I already don't like the story. Well, it's nice because it's actually, you know, even with leaving the dog's name out and then this stuff about the whole running track and whatever, it's actually pretty succinct. Okay. It covered the yard in no less than three seconds. Gray skin, long arms almost down to its knees, an elongated face and skinny-looking legs. It ran by swinging its arms like, I don't know, like a buffoon. <laughs> okay. Not, not a runner's form. Okay, cool. Oh, track, yeah. So who would open up the window seeing some extraterrestrial or some crawler or, or something and gone like, poor form, your form sucks. <laughs> Uh, just saw an alien, but its form sucked. Just saw an alien, and it ran like a total dork. It was fast, but it ran stupid. <laughs> uh, after collecting myself, I burst into my dad's room. I startled him, told him to get outside with me. We briskly got outside with handguns as I tried to explain what I saw. There were no footprints or marks, as white-tailed deer are frequently in our yard. I guess meaning they leave marks. Okay, what would that have been that ran so fast in this dude's yard? Obviously not a track star because I had really bad form. Yeah. It but, was fast though. But it was but just picture something really tall and thin and gray with an elongated face running extremely fast with his arms kind of like that text emoji. I don't know. Like this, because it said it was Maybe running. It was me. You think it might have been you? I do. I do that all the time. Yeah, I you do do that. What if it was a slender man and he was just over being the slender man? Oh, I don't know. I hate it. I hate it. I took off that stupid suit. Now I'm just a skinny, tall, pale, naked man. I'm going to run as fast as I can with my arms like this. I don't know. Well, because you have to think that Slender Man probably wasn't good at sports. Probably but he's not. fast because he finds you in the woods. Well, then I guess it's it's really easy to assume Slender Man isn't good at sports because Slender Man usually wears a suit or like that's how we... Yeah, he's businessman. He's businessman. Yeah, but like if Slenderman, do you think Slenderman would be as scary? How about this? Slenderman, I'm sure, plays sports because of his stature. But wouldn't Slenderman be less scary if he was wearing like a Chicago Bulls outfit? Yeah. Or if Slenderman was wearing like, I don't know, soccer shorts and like a Brazil soccer jersey or something? You know, he, he, he wouldn't look as scary for sure. But he's so slender that he wouldn't be good at many sports. I mean, 
maybe basketball. Honestly, his best bet is to be a cyclist. Yeah, that's true. Extremely, extremely. And he already has lean. the nick. He has a nickname, the Slenderman. Slenderman breaking away from the Peloton. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, yeah, I don't know. He could kill people as he rode by. Mm-hmm. How does he kill people anyway? So he just grab you and get you? You know, I don't know because like the game, it was always like you just turned around and he was there and then it went out. Like what kind of weird stuff are you doing, Slenderman? Weird stuff. Like how do you kill people? Uh, but here's a drawing that the person put on there. And the the person who wrote the post on Reddit did not draw this. He uh, he's, he uh, searched somebody out to draw it for him. So this is literally an artist's rendition okay. of what this thing looked like. And I think you'll like this photo as well. Ooh, that's fun. I could totally see that being a Slenderman. I, I could see it being either a Slenderman or like Doug Jones. Uh, <laughs> like if Doug Jones like really went like went Super Saiyan or something. Maybe it was Doug Jones. What is this part of its body right in the middle? What do you think that little part is? A little like it looks like a, it looks like esophagus. a wishbone. <laughs> oh yeah, it's his wishbone esophagus. Well, he just taped a wishbone to his chest. Yeah, he might have because he needed it there for luck. Well, okay. Aside from a Slenderman, so let's let's be rational, quote unquote. What type of thing do you think that would or could have been running through this person's backyard that covered sixty to seventy yards in three seconds? I mean, that's that seems alien-ish. Yeah. If aliens are a thing, like because I don't know, their spaceships are fast, so maybe they're fast. True. Or maybe they're not fast because they need fast spaceships. They do need very fast spaceships. And now we know because of all the information that was just released that there are aliens for sure. I guess. I don't. Yeah. I'm honestly, I'm still not 100%. No, I think they just released stuff because they were like, I don't know, everybody's stuck at home and like, we'll just give them that. So then they don't worry about how crappy of a job we're doing. Yeah, maybe that's it. It's like a magic trick. (laughs) Look at this hand while I'm doing something else with the other one. You know, I'll say that if anyone, if anyone on earth makes me like really mad and and very sad at the same time, just like show me a magic trick and then I'll probably forget all about it. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some sort of cool magic. I don't know. I don't know what that could be. I mean, it could be possibly a nightcrawler if those are a thing, if people really are seeing a bunch of those. I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't get like how some people see a bunch of them in their lifetime and then there are people that see nothing. I don't get that either. And it's like, share the wealth, you know? Yeah. Share your vision. Share whatever oeuvre you you have inside of you. Share it with the rest of the world. It's like hunting morel mushrooms. Like some people haul in like 500 and like we got 13 and we were stoked. We were stoked. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're hard to find. Because the year before we found what? Two good ones? Yeah. Yeah, we did. We did not do well. Mm. Uh, Linz, that's what I have. And I want to know if you want to take a small voicemail from our spooky hotline. Of course I do. Okay. Well, hey, everyone, if you would like to call our spooky hotline and leave us a message or send us a text, it's open 24-7. The phone number is 803-816-2667. You can call or text any time of day, any time of night. If you have questions about, did I see a Slenderman? If you have questions about, am I a Slenderman? If you have questions with, oh, I was running, uh, I was running track, and I think I accidentally, when I was doing a hurdle, I accidentally kissed a Slenderman somehow. Who knows? Mm. Ready, Lindsay? I'm ready. Hey, Lindsay and Jordan. This is Roxy and Andrew. 
so we just moved back home to Columbus. Yay. And we are in our new house. We've had a couple nights here so far. And I'm just wondering if there are any tests we can do to see if our house is haunted. We haven't noticed anything quite yet, but I'm definitely looking to see if we have a ghost friend in here. So are there any tests that we should do to see if uh, they want to hang out? Please let us know. Okay, bye. Roxy, Andrew, congrats on moving back to Columbus. Okay, Linz, this is actually pretty fitting for the show. We were just talking about doing sleep it or sweep it. Yeah. Or the whatever one you said about some realtor or dead or whatever it was. <laughs> I don't remember. Me either. I mean, there's you can ask them. You can ask the house. <laughs> what are some, like, how, how are some ways you would ask? Like, just um, you haunted? Is anyone feeling kind of deadish in here? Oh, okay. Yeah. But you could also, like, I know when we've investigated places, investigate in quotes. Like, we've yeah. put, like a ball in the middle of the room and left it to see if it moves. But that sometimes can get knocked around by wind or movement. Um, I don't know. You got to set them up, I think. Yeah, not necessarily traps, but like maybe like, okay, questions are great. Start with questions because it's the lowest stakes. And then I think you move on to not necessarily obstacle course, but interact interactive <laughs> stuff. Like leaving yeah. a ball in the thing, leaving... Um, uh, like uh, maybe if you leave like a Sharpie and a piece of paper on your kitchen table or something and go, well, I'm going to bed. Hope nobody writes fart on this piece of paper. Yeah, and or a wake- typewriter. Or a typewriter. Like type something down and then leave it and then see if someone responds back to you. Yeah, kind of like how in The Matrix when they're chatting on that one really archaic looking black screen with the green text. Yeah. But like... Do that in the typewriter. Be like, "Hey, I'm a, I'm alive. Are you?" Question mark. And then let let the ghost Just leave it. Mm-hmm, let well, it. Well, maybe you should have from like every era. Like, okay, so put like a slab of stone with a chisel, cool. and then like put like a quill and a piece of paper, mm-hmm. and then do a typewriter, mm-hmm. and then a computer. And then, like, maybe leave your phone open for TikTok. Yeah, and see if it, like, TikToks a See cool... if you have, like, a teenager ghost. Yeah, Man, that'd be that'd funny. that would be the worst kind of ghost. You think so? I was, a like, a nightmare of a teenager. I would not... Like, me dead as a teenager? Oh, please. You think that'd be even worse? Because you're stuck as a teenager. Like, that's bad for you and the ghost. It's bad for you because you think the entire world knows about you and is always out to get you. Yeah. And then it's bad for everyone else because it's like, well, I'm going to deal with the angst and the attitude. Right. And then think about the ghost, the poor ghost. It's like you have all these hormones and feelings and it's like, oh, it's always a nightmare. And it's like, well, Ricky ghost doesn't have a crush on me. He has a crush on Sandy ghost. Sure. Ricky's ghost parents let him stay out till midnight. (laughs) Yeah. Like, no, thanks. Well, I like your idea of doing the slab all the way up to an iPhone 6 with TikTok open up. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. I don't know. Yeah, try it. I don't maybe you'll get something. Hopefully you I mean the worst one I think getting for me, well, besides the TikTok is the slab. Cuz like oh. if someone chiseled something on a stone, like that's pretty creepy. Well, then leave the chisel but then also leave charcoal just in case. Well, either way, then you know you got a cave ghost. Yeah, Cro-Magnon ghost. <laughs> Australogothicus. I mean, I don't know. You might get like a cool lithograph, like a cool goat. 
Yeah, like a really cool goat. That you can frame. <laughs> well, you or you might have like an Encino Man situation where you have like a pretty cool ghost uh, or a Cro-Magnon person that like you could teach to like drive a car or skateboard or, you know, drink slushies or wheeze the juice or, you yeah. know, whatever you want. Take to your high school, you know. Mm-hmm. Dig yeah. a pool in your backyard. Yeah. What we're saying is Encino Man's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> is it a good? It's, yes. It's okay. great. It's great. Yeah. Well, I hope that helps, Roxy and Andrew. Um, let us know if you try any of these methods, or if you do, please get some footage of them, too. We would love to see it, and I'm sure everyone else would love to see it. Yeah. I don't know if you're hoping for ghosts or what, but pretty exciting. It is exciting. Well, hey, we would like to thank our friends over at Native Language Clothing for helping us put on the show. You can go to nativelanguageclothing.com or Native Language Co. on Instagram and help put on some shorts or pants or a hoodie <laughs> and then add them to your cart and then use spooky spouses at checkout all lowercase all one word for 30 percent off of your fun new drip we'd also like to thank eli rexford chambers for the music that you hear at the beginning the middle and the end you can find eli on social media at eli who does music he is a nice person he has flute arms and he might be haunted i don't know I bet you if there's one person who's haunted, it might be Eli. I had to turn on my phone, my, my phone flashlight because it got really dark in this office. I could have turned the light on. It's cool with the phone flashlight. Okay, it's spookier in here, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we would also like to thank everybody over at the Scavengers Network. It's a fun network of fun people and fun shows and just fun in general. Just fun uh, times. Just fun time. Go to scavengersnetwork.com and check out all the other shows or help support the network by buying some merchandise or checking out the Patreon page, patreon.com slash the scavengers network. It's your journey. You do whatever you want. We'd also like to thank all of the listeners because without you, there is no us and we're just going to be talking to ghosts. So thank you. Thank you very much. We're lucky to have you all. Thanks. We like you. We're in like with just about all of you. <laughs> so until next week, I hope that you all, Lindsay is wrapping a little piece of fabric around well, her finger. Well, no, I made on a piece of paper, I made like a little um, claw that wraps around my finger. <laughs> I hope this week that you have a spooky Tuesday. <laughs> have a spooky Tuesday. And it. Well, it's... Today's Monday. We're late releasing we the episode. Are. So tomorrow is Tuesday. <laughs> well, it'll be out. This People will be listening to this on Tuesday. Yeah. So today. So have a spooky today. Have a 120 Tuesday and just really be creative and go for it. Do it. Yeah. Go out in the woods and call out a ghost and see if you can get in a ghost fight. Well, everyone, we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Bye. Uh-oh, looks like I've peed my pants. Uh-oh, it looks like you've peed your pants. Uh-oh, looks like you've peed... Uh-oh, uh-oh, looks like you've peed your pants. Give me some hard plosives. Uh-oh, there's pee on your pants. Give me a few more. Uh, purple pineapple, p-p-p-pee pants. The purple pineapple peed their pants after participating in a pierogi party. Can you do that one? Parade. Party or parade? Well, you can have a party parade. Parade's kind of a party. Kinda. It's kind of a parade, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. PodCube. Podcasts from the past delivered to the future. With PodCube's pseudo-linear 4D adiabatic qubit streaming technology, you can select any point in history and record it for personal gain. What was the group dynamic with Australopithecus? What brand of cigarettes did the Spanish Inquisition smoke? Was Leonardo da Vinci a pants guy? Or a shorts guy? You can discover with PodCube. Listen for yourself to the flagship PodCube podcast, Alabaster's Haberdashery. Recorded on location in 1880. Simply search PodCube, all one word, in your podcast app or visit poweredbypodcube.com. PodCube, the future is yesterday. Beware. Well.